All right, let's go racing. Here we go. Let's, let's go. go to our Auburn Bank phone line, and we are so excited to bring on Brett Holmes. Uh, War Eagle Brett, we're so appreciative of the time. How's your day going? Uh, War Eagle, thank you for guys. Thank you guys for having me on. Um, we've been uh, doing pretty good here lately, so uh, we're heading out to Iowa this week, um, this weekend to to race the Arca Series. But um, so yeah, got a lot of big big things coming up, and just kind of hit the hat. Well, uh, middle of the year here we got about last last half of the year to uh, with, with, with some good races coming up so really excited for it yeah well, I want to get to the racing in just a moment let's start Auburn though and then we'll kind of talk about the racing career because you got to peel back the curtains for a lot of us and kind of what your day-to-day looks like and what that world looks like as well tell us what it was like to be Brett Holmes the Auburn University student and have you been an Auburn fan your whole life like how did you end up at Auburn University uh, for sure. I mean, my parents, uh, my parents personally, didn't, they didn't go to college, but um, I don't know what it was. Uh, one of my aunts, uh, one of my aunts graduated from accounting in Auburn, but uh, for some reason it always uh, was always brought closer to that side of the household, I guess. I have another aunt that uh, graduated from law school in Alabama, so uh, it was a family divided or house divided in a way, and um, I don't know, it just, uh, just always felt a lot better there, felt felt more like home there, um, even as a kid going to football games and, and then watching them on TV, watching football. So, um, you know, it was uh, it, 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 it was a lot to balance yeah, as a student. I, I didn't know, I don't think I knew what I was getting into um, with, with racing full-time a couple of years and then uh, being a student full-time. It was, uh, it, it was a lot more than I could take on, really. So, um, but uh, it was it was well worth a while and uh, probably one of the best times of my life for sure. Yeah. Well, and uh, Brett, you come from a racing family. Your your father was a, a driver, but uh, you come in. It would seem like most people would kind of follow that. But uh, you go into building science here at Auburn. What, what was it about building science that uh, made it, that that was kind of the thing that you wanted to do? Well, I was also brought around construction through my dad. We have a uh, we actually have a site work construction company here at home. So. Um, we, we moved dirt for a living basically so right. <laughs> and uh, gotten into the to the business side of business side of things with commercial developments and um, real estate development so um, that's more of the side that I've actually been brought on towards but um, you know that's really what I've done my whole life is uh, race since I was six or seven years old and right. um, you know in, in the summers I would work with a construction company um, through middle school and high school and uh, now this this is where I work full time so um, it's it's really just kind of how, how I, what I was molded to be, I guess you could say. Well, racing is certainly your lifestyle, your background. It's been something, as you said, you've been doing since you were six years old, getting the opportunity to go be an Auburn University student. And then also on top of that, just being an Auburn Athletics fan, as I'm sure you are, anytime you talk about the Auburn Tigers, you've got to talk about the football team. Brett, is is Auburn football something that you're actively following? Is it hard to keep up with from time to time because of the racing community? Or is it something that, like on Saturdays, no, I'm definitely aware of what Auburn's doing on the football field. How closely are you keeping up with the football team yeah it's uh i'm not gonna lie to you i I wish i could keep up with it more i mean i definitely do look at the score and um and some of the play-by-play uh you know what's what what, you know if something's tweeted or 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 whatever about it but uh and and then on a sports center app but um it's really difficult when we're racing on saturdays and and most of the games are at that time but there are about three or four games that i'm able to uh, sit down and watch or go to like this past year I went to the Georgia game and then the Alabama game and 
um, both really great times, although we uh, didn't have a good outcome. But, um, you know, it is. Uh, I wish I could keep up with it better than I do now, but um, it's just kind of part of part of the schedule that that, that I have with with racing. So, uh, Brett, let's uh, let's get into some of your racing career thus far, and uh, being a 2020 Arkham Menard Series champion, um, you know that's a, a series that definitely starts to uh, get real. I, I'd imagine for a, a lot of drivers as they try and work their way up. What did it mean to you to? I know you still compete in that series from time to time, but but when you were a full time driver in, in that series and winning that series in 2020, what did that mean to you? Oh, it's huge, man. I mean, I, uh, I've, I've been running in that series, started out part-time in 2016 in that series. Um, and, uh, you know, since then I, I ran full-time in 2017, part-time in 2018 and back full-time in 2019, 2020. And, uh, you know, I've just been, just been doing it for so long. I feel like longer than what, you know, some others had, uh, coming through the ranks, spend, you know, as far as how much time I spent there. Um, but I feel like a big part of it too was we started our own team and uh, there were a lot of growing pains of that getting the right people in there uh, getting the right crew chief in there um, and, and building up that inventory and quality of equipment um, that, that's the side of things that a lot of people don't see or have to deal with as a driver is um, the logistics and, and uh, you know financial side of an inventory side of everything and how, how all that works so I think it's why it took us a little while to have success in it, but um, I, I think it was well worth it in the end. It just made that moment in 2020 a lot sweeter and uh, made me appreciate, you know, especially the, the people that were around me that kept supporting me even through the, you know, times that we weren't, you know, racing or performing as well. But um, it, uh, it, it was definitely a, a cool moment. Yeah, and no, I... You know, obviously that's a big high point of your career, but you know, you you go back to when you first started again. You talked about it at six years old. You're racing go karts. Do you remember that very first race? And was it one of those deals where you're like, "Oh yeah, this is what I want to do"? Um, I remember the first race. I don't remember if that's. Uh, I don't know if I had the thought in my head. Oh, this is what I wanted to do. <laughs> you just have fun. First race was like, I was, uh, I was. Uh, yard cart like literally what anybody would a little kid would get for Christmas so they had this uh, little track in Coldwater Alabama it's been kind of in between Munford and, and Oxford and uh, literally you know didn't really watch races I mean I'd go watch my dad run the dirt track or, or whatever but you know didn't really understand what's going on obviously just being six year old and not having a care in the world but uh, so my dad was teaching me, you know, you know, the flags and what all they do, what they mean and all this stuff. And, uh, so I won my first race in a yard cart. There were like three or four other carts there, granted, but, um, it's, it, uh, the checkered flag came out and, you know, he told me, well, you just, you just pull off track and come back to Hollywood, but he didn't <laughs> tell me to slow down. So I basically <laughs> like yeah, pulled straight off the track doing the same, you know, amount of speed I was on the track and. He's like, I'm like dragging him in the mud. He's latched onto the back of the <laughs> cart trying to slow me down. So, um, I don't think at that time anybody would have thought that I would be doing this, uh, right. you know, doing this, uh, full time or, or be, being, uh, being the level we're at. Um, so just, uh, you know, thinking about little moments like that is, it just makes it, um, makes you feel a lot more grateful, uh, for everything. So. 
And, and you mentioned owning your own team, Brett Holmes Racing, and, and getting into the truck series, which we'll talk about in, in just a little bit. But uh, what did it mean to you to, uh, and what it went into the decision to decide to go this route? Because, I mean, it's got to be the, the much harder route compared to trying to sign contracts with established teams and, and, and the more common way. You're going the, the, the less traveled way. Talk about why it was important to you to try and do this all on with your own team. Um, you know, uh, part of me doesn't know how to answer that question, but part of me, you know, wants to say, you know, um, I, I feel like the, the the side of it, we've always built our own race cars and always went and raced and, and housed our own cars uh, since, you know, go-kart days to dirt late models to asphalt late models. Um, so, you know, kind of when we started looking into the ARCA series in 2015, we're like, man, you know, there's no way we can't, you know, we... we there's no way we can't not do this ourselves. Like we can, we can pull this off and be, be successful and, and actually build something, create something. And, um, you know, and part of you is like, well, why, why is that? Why is that important? Important. Um, I, I don't know. It's just something to be proud of, uh, something that we've, um, created and it's turned into, you know, a team where other drivers are looking at our team and, um, like Sam Mayer, who's running full time in the Xfinity series. Now he raced with us last year in the uh, ARC and Xfinity series and our equipment. So, um, and this year, Connor Mojack. So, um, you know, just creating something where, you know, there's other people interested in the, in the, in the product you're bringing to the racetrack and you're a part of these guys' development in their careers. Um, that's a, that's an important piece of it too. But, um, you know, we also want to build mine in a way and, and get to racing full time in the truck series one day. So, um, that's, you know, I don't know. That's uh, all of that together is kind of, kind of the reasons why. And the guys at the station make fun of me because ever since 2020, obviously NASCAR was uh, the first thing back at the professional level from the sporting event. So the guys make fun of me that I, I'm, I'm obsessed with NASCAR and all this. And, and so I've been seeing you in the truck series uh, this year. You've run, I believe, four races so far. So what goes into, given that you are part-time right now, what goes into you selecting a particular track versus other tracks that kind of what goes into your uh schedule making process this season yeah that was uh that's a big you know thing we we discussed in the off season um we really look at our you know you really look at your strengths strengths and weaknesses and your inventory you know what kind of trucks you have because obviously there's different kind of trucks different built trucks for you know speedways like your downforce tracks super speedways and road courses so, um, you know, you really measure it. I feel like that that's how we do it is measured off our strength, strengths and weaknesses, what tracks we know we're going to perform well at and which ones we're going to perform the worst at. So we're going to go to the ones that we perform the worst at. So when we do run full-time one day, we're not going to be lacking there. So um, that's, you know, that, that's kind of part of that decision and that, but a part of it is also, um, you know, lack of sponsors. You know, that's a, that's a never-ending thing trying to, to find somebody that believes in you and, and wants to invest in invest in the team and and you know who's going to bring them a um, a good return and, and viewership uh, on their performance. So um, that's you know what we're constantly working towards and um, hopefully you know hopefully we'll get to get to that point one day. We're talking with Brett Holmes, stock car driver, truck series, Arca Infinity team owner a little bit of everything the man the man um 
Here's a little fun question for you. Uh, back years ago, I was covering uh, covering races at Talladega, and I had a chance to talk to Jimmy Spencer and ask him this, so uh, I'll let you take it. But a lot of people just think that what you do when you're driving is easy. They just look at it on TV think, oh, you know, you're just going around in circles. You're just turning left. Obviously, Jimmy Spencer is going to have, we'll say, a colorful way of answering that question. But in your words, how difficult is what you do when you're behind the wheel and you're racing how difficult is it? Everything that you're having to listen to, watch, just what all goes into that? Well, I mean, I think it's, I think it's important for people to realize, like, you know, you know, we have there's wrecks, hundreds, thousands of wrecks every day on on the roads. We're we're going, you know, sixty miles per hour or less. So, you know, what we're doing is, you know, on a completely different. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how to put this exactly. I mean, it's a, what we're doing is, you know, completely different level of attention span, reactions, reaction time, um, and, and all of that. I mean, it's, um, you know, you're dealing with the heat inside the car. You're dealing with trying to be, you know, be so consistent every lap, make, you know, uh, not be a, a hundredth of a hundredth of a second different every lap to, um, you know, to, to, to just make, be consistent. Um, give the feedback of what your car is feeling. You know, there's a lot of things that people don't think about every day. So, um, and, and not just have but the tension and stress and the nerves that come with that, with going to those speeds, having to talk to your crew and spotter and listening to them, uh, and, and racing, you know, side by side inches off these guys. So, um, you know, it is very difficult. And I think, you know, once you, I know TV doesn't do a good job of making us, you know, making it look like, what we're doing sometimes is, is as difficult as it is. It's hard to replicate that, but um, it is it is very difficult. It's, it takes you know years of experience to um, get to that point and and uh, just driving skill to to do this kind of stuff and drive these heavy stock cars at this speed. And, and Brett, I was looking through everything that you've done so far, um, having run. Uh, 90 races in, in some form of ARCA competition, whether it's uh, the, the regular series or the E series, and now uh, 11 truck series race. Does it has it dawned on you? Does it feel like you've run officially over 100 professional races between ARCA and, and the truck series? Uh, no, not at all. I, I feel <laughs> like I didn't really run an ARCA race until 2019, to be honest with you, because um, everything I raced before 2019 was uh you know we, we really struggled on speed and setups and all that stuff you know aside from one or two races when i first started out in 2016 so um i, I wish you know i one part of me wants to you know say wish that that part didn't happen or that racing didn't have happen but you know part of me you know thinks well if that didn't happen it probably wouldn't be what i'm sitting at today uh with with winning the championship in 20 so um I don't know. It doesn't feel like that yet, but uh, I'm sure it'll it'll hit me as I get a little bit older. Uh, so I, I turned 25 this last month. So um, you know, getting there to the age for um, some of the same age as what these you know uh, truck and Xfinity series guys do this for for a living. So um, you know, we're, we're it's uh, it'll it'll feel like that one day. I'm sure. Do you have a favorite track that you've run at over the last few years? Um, you know, people ask that a lot, and it's just that is, that's also a tough question to answer without giving you multiple, you know, multiple answers. I mean, uh, Talladega obviously is 
it's hard to beat just because of the atmosphere of it um, and uh, being so close to home. I mean, that's I raced at the dirt racing of the dirt track across the road from the super speedway. So, um, and my and my dad there too. So, um, it's hard not to choose. Say that's my favorite when it comes to you know the environment, the people, um, and all that that comes with that. Uh, the history there too uh, with the Alabama gang. So, um, but I, I think personally driving like. Um, a lot of them, I, I feel like my driving style suits a lot of them on the half tracks like uh, Kansas, Michigan, Charlotte, uh, places like that. So um, I've really grown to, to like the speedways like that. I know a lot of people might roll their eyes whenever they're asked this question, and I apologize if that's the reaction you have here. But, Brett, I've got to ask it anyway. The race car? Do what now? I yes, ask yes, the race yes. Car. You so beat me to it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm rolling. You can't see me, but I am rolling my eyes. I mean, <laughs> um, but uh, no, we just, I, I've never had that happen. I can personally say that. I know a couple people who have. I've no. I don't know anybody who's gone further than that. Um, but uh, I don't. I don't think. I think part of the the deal is like, you know, the nerves and and the heat inside the car will just. I feel like just never let me do that. Like I don't. Um, you, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like you're, no. you're just so into the race and so worried about other things that you just like lose the thought of that even happening. Like I've gotten it, you know, the national anthem has happened before a race one time and I looked at my interior guy who helps me hook up inside the car and I was like, dude, I'm sorry, I'm probably going to pee in this car this race because like <laughs> didn't have time to get there. Didn't have, I, was, I was trying to drink a lot because it was hot and stuff. So, uh, and it didn't happen. So, uh, I, I don't, I don't believe that I can do it. But. Yeah, uh, I know. I know some that have. Well, we just we just did the math. It's 101 races, so we've got that much. So let's here here's to another 100 of not having to uh, to take a leak behind the wheel. How hot does it really get in a race car? Because we've never been in that setting. Tell me what it's like. So um, you know, a lot of these summer races uh, in this time, I mean, it, it's it easily is in the 120 to 130 range um, for Whew. you know after about you know I, I would say after about 20 laps, it gets to that point. So. Um, it, it's like that for the majority of the year. Are you aware of that, though, or is adrenaline just taking over? Um, you know, a part of it is, uh, uh, yeah, part of it, part of it is that. But I mean, we we do have a, a helmet blower, so there is like, you know, blowing, you know, have some sort of airflow inside the car. Okay. Um, you know, the Cup Series drivers, they're they're coming out with like cool suits and stuff like that. These. Uh, crazy expensive suits that keep you cool to the race, but um, really, as long as their their races are, they they kind of have to have something like that. But our races, you know, typically last an hour and a half to to two and a half hours. So um, you know, I'll I'll probably lose on average three three or four pounds a race just from wow. uh, just from sweat and stuff like that. So um, you know, it is it is, it is very difficult in the in the summer months for sure these are the good questions we want to get to because again you're the first race car driver we've ever had on the show and we've never got to experience this other than the joy of maybe a go-kart here or there uh, in our lifetime getting to be behind the wheel of that my next question so here a few weeks ago we saw the coca-cola 600 and we saw a five and a half hour race take place brett i ask you like how long have you been in a car for an event and, and does time truly feel like it is 
an hour, does it feel like an hour? Or just your concept of time when you're so driven to be quick on these minute laps or whatever it may be. I, I, I don't know if you understand my question, but I'm just curious the concept of time once in the car. No, I mean, I definitely think that, you know, when you're getting in that last quarter of the race or last stage of the race, you're you're, you're thinking about it. You know what I mean? It's definitely... Wow, it's been a uh, while. <laughs> that thought, that, yeah, exactly. That thought is creeping in your head. But, you know, the longer the race is and the more tired and drained you get, the more dehydrated you get, that, that thought is definitely there, uh, that last half of it. But the Coke 600, that's, you know, the longest, one of the longest cup races. I mean, it's, they normally run a 500-mile race, and uh, that one's six. So uh, it is a good bit longer, and it being dead in the summer, it's... Uh, it's very tough for sure and you know a lot of a lot of you know critical critical nascar fans you know you know wanting to call for for races to be shorter or um i mean and some drivers in the past wish races were longer so uh it's just uh, uh competitive there's always that uh you know as you know competitive versus entertainment you know um that, that kind of argument there. Shocker. No one can agree on something. Uh, <laughs> well, and I was going to say, JJ was asking the pee questions. Like, yeah, the time goes by. It's like all of a sudden, it's like, man, I actually have to pee now. I've been <laughs> in this car a long time. Uh, hey, Brett, favorite NASCAR movie? Favorite NASCAR movie? Um, Surely Talladega Nights, since, say, you're, since you're there, from there, basically. Yeah, I mean, Talladega Nights for, you know, for funny, for stupid funny, but uh, I really like Six Pack, too, Ooh. but not a lot of people have seen that. Yeah, that's, see, that's old school. That's my that's my time. I got to check it out. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I would have never guessed Six Pack, but yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, a lot of people say Days of Thunder, but I just think Days of Thunder is just kind of cheesy. Just, right. Well, and that was, uh, that was that, and see, and that's the other question. It's like, you know, when you watch a movie like Days of Thunder, yeah, how accurate is some of that? I mean, obviously they've got some NASCAR guys that uh, help teach them what to do and how to act and things like that. But I, I'd imagine for a, so I've been a firefighter for 14 years, and so I see a movie. Uh, uh, you know, I see a fire movie, and I'm and I'm just picking everything apart on it. I would imagine a driver like yourself would watch a NASCAR movie and be like, okay, yeah, that's BS. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's hard not to. You know, like you said, just depending on your. Uh, profession what you do you know every you know hollywood's got a hollywood so um you know uh i i've never seen anybody shift in the in the middle of a straightaway after <laughs> running a few laps but that's just me you know uh it's just it's just part of it you know uh brett holmes racing.com you can look at brett holmes bio one of your hobbies listed is video games are you playing nascar video games or do you just try to get away from that once you turn on the gaming console yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, a little bit. I mean, I I, uh, I do get on iRacing, racing. So, whether you think that's a video game or simulator, you know, that argument's always been a thing. But uh, I do get on that some. But uh, no, mainly I, I played, you know, other stuff like uh, your, your normal stuff, like uh, Call of Duty and, and other things. So, um, I, yeah, I kind of get away from that a little bit, and um, that's you know, a lot of my friends and, and I do that through the week. Uh, after, after work or while we're, you know, all at home, not not away for the weekend or, or trying to get uh, minds off things, basically. Uh, here's a question. I, NASCAR, you know, has obviously changed a lot of different things. And uh, Bristol, they like to race on the dirt now. Uh, they'll do the dirt race here. You have talked about how you grew up uh, racing the dirt track there at Talladega. Uh, do you ever watch that Bristol race and think, oh, man, he's like, I can actually take these dudes on this track? No, I, I definitely I think that all the time. <laughs> not, not in a not in a uh, 
you know, not in a non, not saying that in a bratty or non-humble way, but just, uh, just because like that's just you know you you cater towards your background, you know, like a lot of these guys who have a, a prior road course racing background, like they don't take me to school on any road course race. I do, you know. So um, the the dirt thing is um, even more critical because like you know we're uh, when I used to race dirt, you know, they're twenty three hundred pound uh, weight model cars, so you're driving it a lot harder, um, you know, and, and uh, you know just slinging it into the corner, keep holding it sideways, uh, whereas these heavier stock cars, you can't really do that. You can't really get too out of whack like you do in the late models. Or, um, so I feel like, but it's still very very much helped me in the past. And um, the last race I ran was ARCA, and uh, we were very close to winning that race. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's one reason we're not running those races. One, an inventory thing you know we we're kind of one one sh- truck short of wanting to do that race but also i feel like we're not going to struggle when we when we eventually do that when we run full time uh, uh, we're talking with brett holmes here on sports call and uh you know i just mentioned the dirt there at bristol nascar is doing a lot of different things um they had the uh the preseason race at the la coliseum uh do you like the direction nascar is going right now and uh, you know obviously that's through every series whether whether you're talking about arkham Menard, whether you're talking about truck infinity uh do you like the, the direction that nascar is going with all the different changes that they're making um i think so i mean you know uh i, I was uh, i'm really really happy that uh, everything they were doing with the cup cars like turned out great like all the races have been great this year uh just the product they put on track i was really worried like just being in the business like knowing the talk of everything's going on in north carolina between all these race shops everybody was so worried about uh, you know, supply chain issues, not getting parts. Um, the you know the the manufacturer the car was coming from. Um, so on that side of things, you know, I think they really you know hit the nail on the head uh, with it and, and took a gamble and it worked. Um, I feel like the truck side of things, like all uh, you know, our races are super competitive right now. So um, even more so than the Xfinity series, I think. But um, the Xfinity series has a good good package too for the weight of those cars their body style and motor um you know they don't have a lot of downforce that's what a lot of uh cup drivers want is cars with hardly any downforce because they have to drive them harder so um I, I think they definitely have a good setup between the three series um as far as tracks go you know they're, exper- they're exper- experimenting a lot and uh, going into a lot of different markets seeing what's what's working and what what's not you know what kind of racing they produce so um i think they're kind of coming through that right now to see um, what kind of you know core changes they or, or core things they want to set for the future? Brett, let me start to wrap things up with you again. You're so kind with your time, and glad we were able to get you on the show here in the Auburn and Opelika area. Where does Brett Holmes want to be in ten years? I, I know that's a big question for you to kind of sit there and reflect on. But where do you want to be in ten years, man? Man, that's a that's a tough question to answer. I mean, I would uh, you know I would hope that. Uh, um, I hope that I would want, have, have won a truck series championship and um, maybe racing an Xfinity series one day uh, full time um, and, and hopefully have a championship in that. I mean, that's just the kind of, uh, you know, stepping stones I want to take. And um, it's hard to say in 10. I mean, I, you know, I, I could give you an easy answer and say, well, I'd, I'd love to be a cup series champion. And that would, uh, you know, that's definitely a goal to, to make it there one day, I feel like. But, um, you know, it just, uh, with, with us, doing our own stuff with our own teams it's 
you know, takes a, a little bit longer than we'd like to, but um, I, I think we're going down a good route and um, going, going towards a good future for those goals. Brett, we are so grateful for the time today. Uh, you've certainly gained three fans here in the studio, and I'm hoping I speak for the masses listening to our conversation right now, either on the radio or on our podcast a little bit later, that they've become a Brett Holmes fan after this. How can folks support you, Brett? Is there any way at all that, that folks can support Brett Holmes Racing? Yeah, we're just, um, uh, you know, just uh, watching our races. You know, we're, we're out there right now. It's kind of a little difficult to keep up with our schedule. It's running part-time in ARCA and Truck Series. Um, our schedule's on our website, and info about our team is on our website uh, at com. So um, that would be the best way to keep up with us and, you know, our, our results every race, sponsors, um, and, and what we're going to be running at next. We'll be sure to check it all out again. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Brett. This was a whole lot of fun. And look, you're not going to be a stranger on the show. We're going to have to invite you back sometime soon. We'll be the people that keep you up to date on what's going on with the Auburn football team. Okay, we could do that for you. It's the least we could do. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I, I need I need somebody for that. So thank you. I really appreciate it. And, we got uh, you taken care of for sure. War Eagle, Brett. War Eagle. Thank all right. you guys. That's yeah. Brett Holmes joining us there on the Auburn Bank phone line.